0: Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly.
1: Well, welcome, welcome, and welcome one more time. My name is Kelly Combat, and welcome to Career Combat. So we are here, and it is fall, and it is November 10th. Happy fri is what I like to say. And today being November 10th, I thought it would be really cool, really special to have a special VIP here on my show today. So if you're new to the show, welcome once again. And this show is all about career empowerment. That's why we're on the Empowerment Channel. The VIP person that I have Sitting right next to me is none other than my daughter, Brooklyn Everson. Brooklyn Everson, say hi. Hi. <laughs> Brooklyn Everson is here on my show today. I thought it would be special because everybody, today is her birthday.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> Today is Brooklyn Evers' birthday. She is 14 years old. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe she is 14. You guys, I know that you may know about the generations, generation, you know, alpha, generation X, generation Z, generation, all the generations, right? Well, generation alpha is what Brooklyn is in. (laughs) And if you've never heard of that, it's, typically those folks who were born in 2009 and later. And so I I thought it would be interesting since we are all about careers and talking things about, you know, what it's like to have a career and what do you want to do with your career? So wouldn't it be cool to ask a 14-year-old what your career is that you have in your mind? So what is Brooklyn, what is the first job That you want to have in high school?
3: So the first job I would like to have in high school, it would probably be, I would say, like something along the lines of like cashier or like somewhere like um, a little like thing like Dunkin' or Starbucks or Chipotle. I feel like it's smarter to start there because you don't want to be like a waitress at a restaurant. You can, that's your decision, but I feel like it would just be easier since you're just starting off so um any job like mcdonald's duncan um a small establishment like that i feel like it would be nice so when i'm 16 i would like to work at either duncan starbucks or chipotle first because those are my favorite um little things to get like snacks and food and um so that's like 16 like um you start working at 15 so around 15 through 17 I would like work throughout there and then um my goal when I'm 18 when I'm getting into college is to work at Apple like just like the Apple store because um I feel like Apple um it has a lot of young people working there and ever since I was like little I've been like loving like tech stuff like that and um apple just um works well with students and since i would be starting college it would be good because um uh college students usually use a lot of tech so i feel like that would be good and then um when i'm out of college um i would like to study in entrepreneurship and also um i would like to be a real estate agent because um my dad is like somewhere around the lines of like real estate agent and um selling like uh renting stuff. So um I follow, I want to follow in his ho- footsteps. And then also, since both my parents, um mom and dad are entrepreneurs, I would like to follow in their footsteps as well.
1: Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brookie, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to let you go back and do your thing. <laughs> so thanks for joining me on your special birthday. Bye-bye. <laughs> That was Brooklyn Everson, everyone. Today's her birthday. And I thought it would be really important for her to be on the show just to have her point of view in terms of, you know, being now 14, I can't believe it, being 14 years old and really explaining what she expects her first job to be and then going forward after graduating from college. And it's interesting to hear her say that she wants to be an entrepreneur and follow in my footsteps. Her father's footsteps, my husband. And you know, I, I it's so funny because this show today is called I Want to Own My Own Business. Now what? So, how appropriate was that <laughs> that Brookie? I, I didn't know that's what she was gonna say, but that's exactly what she wants to be when she's older. And so I thought it would be really important to talk about that because. I, I think it's important to recognize and realize that when it comes to careers, this show is all about careers. That's why we call it career combat. And careers are not just working in corporate. Careers are not just one size fits all. We know that a lot of folks are trying to do a lot of things, and there's not one way of doing it in this life. So that's really important to realize. and, I always wanted this show to include all kinds of perspectives, all kinds of discussions. Whether we have a guest or not, these are the kinds of things that we talk about. And my own history, you know, when I think about owning my own business, I didn't always want to do that. I knew that from a very early age, I saw a lot of entrepreneurship in my own family and when I was growing up, my dad was, <laughs> he had a lot of, he had a lot of jobs. So he was really focused on aerospace engineering and automotive engineering. He was very big on having a lot of responsibilities and, and actually being an owner of a business. And growing up when he owned apartment buildings, as well as being as an, as an engineer, I grew up going to the, uh, those apartments with him and accompanying him every weekend, rise and shine, six o'clock, getting on the road and going into the city and making sure that we were keeping up the, the apartments and, and, and handling all the businesses and, and all of the things that went along with that. And so I saw from a very early age what that was like. I knew it was hard work. I knew I wanted to have some sort of ownership for myself because I saw that he had that. And it looked like a very stable way of having a life. One of the things that I thought would be hard though, let's just put it out there, is the fact that I worked in human resources for a very long time. And at about the point where I hit about 10 years in, I had a lot of feedback from mentors and from friends, from family members, and they were recommending strongly that I should own my own business, that I should actually go into business for myself and have my own business as an HR consultant. I really refuted it, everyone. I really I really refuted it. And the reason why I did was not because I didn't want to be an entrepreneur. I just had my own mind of what I thought being an entrepreneur was. And what I thought it was, was yes, I thought it was hard, but I also thought that you had to do a lot of selling, a lot of selling. In my mind, I I just made up all these things in my head. I hadn't done the research. I was just making assumptions, lots and lots of assumptions. I thought it would be hard. I thought it would be lonely. I thought I would be by myself. And I thought that it would be this uphill battle where I was always having to sell my business. So what did I do? I I ignored all of the feedback. I ignored all of the recommendations. I even ignored what was brimming up inside of me. And I want to ask all of you, have you ever had that feeling, that same feeling of assumptions or lack of knowledge, lack of resources, lack of research, and feeling like I just can't do it. I don't have the money. I don't have the means. I don't have the time. Maybe I don't even have the personality. What if no one likes me? What if no one appreciates this business that I'm putting out in the world? What if no one thinks that They want to buy from me or they want to use my services. All the what-ifs. Has that been you? Have you had those same questions? Because I know I did for years. And whatever was brimming up inside of me, I ignored it. And I'm sure a lot of you out there have done the exact same thing. You've ignored the, the feelings that, I think this is time. I think it's my time. I think it's the, the thing I should do. Not that I want to do, but I actually need to do. You see how I did that? The difference between want and need. Many times I've worked and was very nervous about the consistency or stability of working where I was working. Not because of my performance necessarily, not at all, but mainly because we were having a downward spiral in the industry that I was working in, at the company I was working in. Massive, massive layoffs. That can be scary, especially around this time of year where you're working and you just don't know. I mean, we've been through it, haven't we? These last few years, all kinds of things, COVID-19 and so many more things. And those layoffs are real. They affect millions of people. And so what did I do? I got to a point where I started exposing myself to people who were entrepreneurs, who had it differently, who were showing me a different kind of way that it didn't have to be a one-size-fits-all. It didn't have to be what I had in my mind. It didn't have to be all the things that I was assuming. Yes, of course, it did still end up being that I had to work hard. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a joke. You do have to work hard if you're thinking of starting to own your own business. That is true. You must put in the work. However, all the other things that I was thinking were actually wrong. It was not lonely because I was creating a community online, in forums, in all kinds of spaces, networking, always networking. And it was the opposite of lonely. It was only lonely if I wanted it to be. I'll say that again. It was only lonely owning my own business if I wanted it to be. I'll let you sit with that for a moment because I'm sure that you've had your questions. And this is the whole reason for the show. Sometimes we have guests and sometimes we just speak to each other, just you and me. And we talk about things that you've written me about. And this is the reason for the show today. I had a plethora of emails for months Asking me when they even before this show launched, when people found out that I was launching it, they said, I need to know about owning my own business. And once it did launch, the questions kept accumulating, they just kept coming. And so, some of the questions, some of the top questions that people have written me, I will be asking myself today, and I'll be answering because as a business owner, I can share with you some of the things that I've learned along the way. And maybe there's just something that you'll take away and start for yourself and use as a learning nugget. It's always an option. Nothing I ever say I want you to think is cookie cutter and it's going to work for all folks. You pick and choose. Choose your own adventure and think about what works for you. Some of the things that we'll be talking about include why should I do it and how do I know? Isn't that a song? How will I know? <laughs> how will I know? I think it's Whitney Houston. How will, how will I know if the job is really for me? I don't think that's the way the song goes, but, <laughs> but how, how will I know? What do I do? Where do I begin? Who should I look to for support? Because you will need accountability partners. You absolutely will need that internal board of directors that I always talk about. That squad. The folks that are going to have your back. Because I'm going to tell you folks, sometimes when you are starting your business, sometimes when you are starting your business, it can be where you're going to get feedback that you don't even want. And I'm not talking constructive feedback. I'm talking really, really negative, fixed mindset kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. Things like, that'll never work. You'll never be successful. It's not going to happen. Is this another flavor of the week or flavor of the month? Is this going to be another thing that you're not going to do? We are the company we keep. And as long as you are pushing down those ideas that are not backed by evidence, as long as you are doing the work, doing the research, surrounding yourself with data, with knowledge, with with the work that it takes to get something like this off the ground, and surrounding yourself with people who are going to give you the real, sometimes things you don't want to hear But the things that are good, they may not be things that you agree with, but they're going to be so, so helpful because these are going to be folks who know what they're talking about. That's who you're surrounding yourself with. And that's what makes the difference. All the things, all those question marks that I had in my mind, all that negativity, they were just thoughts. They were ants. Not the little ants that you see on the ground. A-N-T, my acronym for Automatic Negative Thoughts. (laughs) Automatic Negative Thoughts. Yes, those ants. And they absolutely permeate our minds all the time and stop us from growth. They stop us from success and all the great things that we could be achieving. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to be laced with those ants, those automatic negative thoughts? Or are you going to dig in and do the work and do the research and maybe even take some of these answers that I'm about to provide and deploy those resources, deploy those nuggets, those techniques, and get your business started? I know I'm intrigued and I can't wait for you to do it. We are about to take a small little break, grab a snack, come on back, and thank you for listening.
0: Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat what is career combat career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice here you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving how do i get the job how do i switch careers how do i start my own business how do i find my career passion how do i find a great coach this show is designed around you your questions answered live the topics created by you What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything listen live every friday at 12 noon eastern time and 9 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed voice welcome back to career combat with kelly combat Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. And I hope you were able to grab a quick beverage or snack because we're going to continue talking about all things careers. Specifically, I want to own my own business Now what? Now what? What do I do? How do I do it? Where do I begin? So many questions. And as I was saying before the break, this is by far the most popular topic that I've been emailed about. So many folks have reached out to me about this topic even before this show began, believe it or not. Yes, when the word started to spread that I was going to have this show so many folks reached out and said i really want to get involved in having my own business i just don't know what to do now i'm not here to you know advise you on step by step this isn't a, an instructional kind of podcast show today however i will be providing some insight into my business and how it began and what kinds of choices i made and again they're not your choices necessarily Uh, But sometimes you can walk away and have a nugget or two that you choose to really explore and, and, and think about. Those are the things that are important, and only you can make that decision for yourself. And, of course, there are so many folks out here that can help you with these kinds of decisions. Places like the Chamber of Commerce and small business associations and all kinds of things in your local community. Those resources are always available for you. One of the things that I've learned along the way in terms of timing and trusting your gut is, as I was sharing before the break, 10 years into my being an HR executive, with all of the feedback that I had been getting regarding starting my own business, I started to really seriously think about it. And then another five years later (laughs) was when I actually did it. And it's just been just a rocket ship ever since. Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, I think that it can be hard and daunting when you're working in a corporate space and you really just don't know when that other shoe is going to drop. I'm putting it out there and keeping it real, everyone. Sometimes you don't know if there's a downward spiral in terms of the economy. and having that feeling of having my own really set me free. It made me feel as if, wow, I have options. And my owning my own business is very different than most folks, because I'm not a 100% just with my business. I still am an executive in diversity, equity, and inclusion, and I own my own business. So I chose my own path of having both. And sometimes people say, you, you, you can't have it all, Kelly. You can't have it all. I say, why not? Why not? Why can't I have it all? It just may mean that it's not 100% of everything. It's not 100% of all the things that I want to do. But I do choose to do a lot of the things I want to do in doses. And that's what works for me. You have to decide what works for you. And when I got started. I relied on a lot of resources. I surrounded myself with people who owned their own businesses and did it their way. Not to sound like the song, but they did. They did it their way. And that's what inspired me because that refuted all those doubts I had in my mind, all those question marks of, well, owning a business can only be one way. It has to be where you're 100% in or it's 100% commission or it's 100% you and you alone. It doesn't have to be that way. When I started my business, I started as an HR consultant. And very quickly, I decided I didn't want to do just that because I was evolving away from HR, from human resources. And I wanted my business to evolve too your business can be malleable. It can be flexible. It can be malleable. Those are the things that made me feel free knowing that I didn't have to do it one particular way. And so I changed my niche from being an HR consultant to being a coach. And instead of it being resources in career happiness, I changed it to resources in coaching happiness rich because at the end of the day, I want the people who sign up with me for me being their coach or when they want me to provide workshops or when I'm speaking at Rutgers University, all the different kinds of roles that I hold, I want them to feel as if they've had a rich conversation with me, a rich dialogue, and that they are enriched. Get it? That's what was important to me. You have to decide what's important to you. What is the service that you want to put out in the world? What is the product that you're trying to deliver for folks? What is that unique value proposition that you're trying to put out there? People may tell you that there's so much saturation, that there's so many businesses, that there's so many coaches, that there's so many dot, dot, dot. That's okay. It's still going to be you who delivers on something unique. You just have to find out what that is. You just have to determine what it is that's important to you. And equally, you have to also determine what's your, what's in it for me, my favorite radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me for even starting my own business? What are the benefits? What am I willing to give up? What am I willing to sacrifice? Because as Dr. King said many, many years ago, the difference between a moment and a movement is sacrifice. Something has to be sacrificed, whether it's your way of thinking, maybe you only work so many hours per day, and now owning your own business, you have to pour into the business of it all, creating that plan, creating the, the, the resources that are going to supplement your business. What's going to be the backup for your backup? All those things are super important. And the reason why they are of uber important is because all the things that make up a business are made up because of thought, because of process, because of what we always talk about here. Intention plus action. That's the only way you'll have manifestation. I plus A equals M. I am. That also applies to owning your own business. And there's so many things that you can consider in terms of the WIIFM. What is it for you? Is it peace of mind like it was for me? Knowing that I was going to have something that I could call my own. Something that was going to be my backup plan. I've never wanted to have only one plan. Always the A plan, the B plan, the C plan, all the plans. Is it being able to put out that thought leadership in the world? Do you have a unique product that you want to be able to put out there? Do you want to own land or businesses or buildings like my dad did? Because that's what I saw as a 10-year-old, as a 15-year-old. And even though I didn't know it, (laughs) even though I didn't know that that was something that was resonating for me in the background, bubbling, percolating, That was important to me. And another thing that's important. (laughs) Oh, this is interesting. Another thing that's important, a very important person in my life, a VIP, another VIP. We had Brooklyn on earlier. Brooklyn Everson is my daughter. And it looks like my husband has called in to the show. Daniel is here. And Oh my gosh! This is so cool. So, Daniel.
2: Hello, hello, hello! I'm so excited. Hello, to be here. He- what's going on?
1: Hello, <laughs> thanks for calling in. Hey, I really appreciate it. Oh, uh,
2: you're welcome.
1: Oh my gosh, how appropriate is it for you to be on my show today? So, everyone, I want to introduce you to Daniel, my husband. Uh, it's interesting that you're calling in because the show today is called, I Want to Own My Own Business, Now What? So
2: Daniel, yeah,
1: so since you're here and you're an entrepreneur, it's really interesting to be able to talk to you about this because I don't know if a lot of folks know this or not, another catalyst to making me want to start my own business was you. And not to get mushy, not to get sappy. (laughs) Not to get sappy, but it's true. It is absolutely true. You know the story. Wow. I'm very happy I, I to hear that. I, yeah, I mean, you you know the story. We we've talked about this so many times, way back when we were dating. That I had been on the fence for so many years. You very very nicely asked, why don't you start your own business? So let me ask you this: What was it that made you ask me that?
2: Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, You you know, so I saw the qualities in you of a very successful business person uh, in case you decided to choose to go that route. And I just wanted to, you know, uh, let you know that. Put that idea in your head to see if it was something that you were willing to explore. Because sometimes you may, you know, have that idea in the back of your mind, but if somebody doesn't really reinforce it and let you know that, hmm, maybe this is an option that I could pursue, you probably wouldn't even, you know, think about doing it. So seeing the qualities in you and seeing all your qualifications and, uh, the kind of hardworking person that you are and how smart you were made me want to put that idea, you know, in front of you and see if it was something that you're willing to pursue.
1: Oh, thank you so much for that. I I appreciate that. I I never asked you that question, so uh, this is exactly what we do here at Career Combat. We ask questions live. There's no padding. There's no pre uh, questions that are sent to anyone. So, uh, and that That's includes right. my husband. <laughs> that includes my husband. Everybody. So my my last question. Um, actually, I have two more. Now that I think about it, my next question you can ask is. Any
2: questions as you want.
1: Ah, thank you. I'm just going to ask you two more questions because I know you're busy. You're in the city. You're working with your business and everything. So just two more questions. The next question I have is, what made you want to start your own business all those years ago?
2: Wow. Uh, Let's see. So for me, um, I had that idea in me as a child growing up. Um, I wanted a certain type of lifestyle for myself and one of the most important reasons that made me want to start, you know, um, my own business besides the the lifestyle that I, you know, that I envisioned for myself was for me an expression of freedom and independence. You know, owning your own business gives me the freedom and the independence that I wanted for myself, so that is what made me want to start my own business, even as a child
1: wow, I remember you sharing with me years ago about uh starting your own soccer club as a <laughs> as a kid and arranging yeah. for yeah. the the bus trips and the payments and the all the th- i mean what that <laughs> Who does that? Like, that is so cool.
2: Yep. I did all that as a child. Yeah, that's true.
1: So, um... Daniel, so my last question is, what is it that you wish people knew in terms of the truth? I'm talking the straight-up, straight-up, real-deal truth about owning a business. I mean, we're talking the good, the bad, and the ugly, what is the truth that you wish more people knew about owning your own business?
2: Uh, I would just summarize it in a very simple layman's way. That is not easy. You know, it's not. If anybody is to tell you that, you know, starting your own business is something that is very easy, it's not. And if you've read about all the good people who started things like Henry Ford, Steve Jobs, you know, all the great people who have created things and invented things, if you read about them, you, you know that, you know, they face a lot of challenges. And that goes with starting your own business. It's not easy, but you have to be willing to always pick yourself up mm-hmm. and never look, you know, never give up. It's like a journey. So once you start, you starting from point A, but you have a point Z that you're going, or point B. So the journey is, the you know, from the beginning to the end. And you always have to keep your eyes on the road. Never give up. That is the hard truth, you know. It's not Never, easy. ever give up. Yes, it's not easy. It comes with a lot of reward if you do it the right way, right? But you always be faced with challenges and Mm. you have to be able to find a way to come out of those challenges as a business person.
1: Well said. Well said indeed. You never give up. The challenges are absolutely there. They happen all the time. I certainly know that to be certain. And it's just look at the journey. Look at the entire road ahead. Daniel, thank you so much for calling in and supporting the show no today.
2: Brookie no was on Thanks earlier. Much for inviting me on,
1: <laughs> of course, of course. All right, I'll let you get back to it. Thank you so much for calling.
2: You're most welcome. Enjoy the rest of the show. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Thank you. Bye. All right, folks. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> Daniel, my husband called in and. Uh, Wanted to share his thoughts and experiences being an entrepreneur. And he's been an entrepreneur a long, long, long time. And it was something that he chose from the time that he was a kid. You heard him say it. And and, and I think the lesson in what he said is absolutely spot on. And that is never give up. If you're interested, you know it's going to be hard. You have to know that do the research look at documentaries of some of the most famous folks who've owned businesses or even the local folks people maybe in your family who've owned businesses interview them do those kinds of 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 conversations where you are intentionally networking not just with people you know but maybe even also people that you don't know because as human beings we love to help it is innate we love to Be able to provide advice or insight or feedback. And listening to a variety of perspectives is only going to be good for you. And it will also curtail some of the assumptions that you're making. Again, I said it. Daniel said it. It's not easy. It takes a lot of hard work. Just like all those years ago when my dad took me to the apartments. It was a lot of hard work that I saw, but the rewards were just so delicious, and they will continue to be if you're willing to do the work. So in the next few moments, we're going to take a break, and after we come back from that break, we're going to tackle a lot of the questions that you sent me, and so thank you again for listening.
0: voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts when there is a war on talent you have to go to combat what is career combat career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice here you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Men are currently in a mental health crisis, suicide, addiction, and loneliness are on the rise. Men need mentorship, community, and guidance on the men's therapy podcast with Mark Azulay. You'll hear from experts on topics that men care about the most financial health relationships, fitness, emotional management, and lifestyle design. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time and 2 p.m. Eastern time on the voice America empowerment channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. And before the break, we were talking about what is it that brought us to owning our own businesses, whether it was me or my husband who called in. Daniel talked about the fact that when he was a kid, this was something he always wanted for independence, This was something that I wanted only in the last (laughs) maybe 10 years, but here we are, and I don't have a single solitary regret. One of the things that I would love for you to keep in mind is the fact that on this show, we love to be able to listen to your ideas, listen to your questions. So this portion of the show is a bit like, I don't know, like Dear Abby. (laughs) It's a bit like Dear Abby, and in fact that, you know, when you send in a letter, you have a question, and so I've been collecting questions for the last couple of months, and I'm going to share with you some of those questions, and I'll answer them myself, uh, so that you can get some semblance of an idea of how I've handled things as I've started my own business, and take with it what you will. Uh, And some of those things you can use as nuggets and learning. And some things are just a little uh, interesting to be able to understand. So the first question that I have here in front of me is, what was the catalyst that led you to starting a business? Again, as I said earlier, it was really around the flexibility, knowing that I didn't have to have it one way. I didn't have to have the way that everybody was telling me to have my business. So that's what got me going. That's what was my own personal green light. And the next question is, what is the most difficult part, Kelly, of owning your own business? What was the most difficult part? I think for me, the most difficult part was making sure that I had all the T's crossed and the I's dotted being organized uh doing the stuff that isn't so sexy <laughs> the the tax part uh making sure that I was doing my invoicing because of course I want to get paid uh so doing that But because there are so many great programs out here, like QuickBooks, and I mean, there's so many, there's even bank accounts, business bank accounts that will do your invoicing and integrate all of that stuff for you. So there are some technological advances where it's not so uh, menial, it's not so laborious, uh, but it's very, very necessary to be organized and to do it the right way. Uh, I leaned in on resources like Legal Zoom and so many other things that made it a lot easier for me because, quite honestly, I I don't have that background. I don't have a legal background. I don't have uh, a background in owning my own business. And I went to college for undergrad for liberal arts. I ended up going to grad school for a master's in business administration, but that was mainly to focus on human resources. And so a lot of my business learning came from external resources. Another thing that was hard was to be able to grasp all the concepts. So I ended up applying to uh, Cornell. Cornell had an entrepreneurship course that was very extensive and very inclusive, specifically a grant for women to take the course. So I applied. I didn't get in because I was on the wait list. But one year later, everyone, I got an email and said, You're off the wait list. And I applied as soon as I saw that email because it said, if you don't apply very shortly, your spot will be taken. So I did. And that's where I learned a lot about owning my own business. But there are a lot of courses out here on Coursera, on LinkedIn Learning, go to your local library, but make sure that you do the work because even though it may be hard, it's so, so worth it. And so my next question that I have from folks, actually a few folks asked this one, what are you learning most about starting a business? I love that question because it has such a growth mindset. Learning happens all the time, especially if you're in growth mode instead of fixed mode. One of the things I've learned most is to give myself peace, give myself space I love being a coach, and what I learned from the very beginning, I have a quick story to share with you, is speaking of giving myself peace and making sure that I'm protecting that, I learned that it's not all done overnight, and that even though you may be really, really excited and willing to do a lot of work, you may bite off more than you can chew, and I'll explain. At the beginning of starting my business, I was pacing myself pretty nicely. And then, as I said to you earlier, when I transitioned my business away from HR consultation to coaching, 100% coaching and workshops and this podcast and so many things, I was doing so much. I was putting in a lot of coaching hours. I became professionally certified as a coach, which means that you have to put in about 500 hours. Well. I did that in less than six months. Okay? (laughs) Okay? I did that in less than six months. Between the time that I wanted to take the exam and the time that I actually took the exam, I booked that many hours. That's a lot. I was working all the time. And my lesson that I learned from that was I was doing way too much. And it was starting to affect my physical health. So even though you could be doing something that you love in owning a business, you could in fact be impacting your health if you don't watch it, if you do way too much. I was starting to feel like I really wasn't healthy. So even though this was something that I loved, I peeled back a bit. And I decided that I'm not in competition with anyone. There's no race to be won. I just need to do the work, but I don't have to do it at any cost. So that's what I learned most. I've also learned a lot of other lessons, but I think that that's the most important one because I think as entrepreneurs, you could go in full steam ahead and not even really be paying attention to the fact that you're not eating or you're not sleeping well or that you're doing all kinds of work and all kinds of hours staying up all night on your website when, in fact, there are plenty of qualified, talented people out here on Upwork or or so many other sites that are willing to contract with you and they can put together some really beautiful things. And that's what I learned. Lean in on resources. Don't do so much that it's affecting your health, even if it's something that you love. The next question that I have in front of me is what competencies are needed to be a successful business owner? That's a really good one also. And the reason why I say that is because you need to know what you're getting yourself into. And so the competencies I think are exactly what my husband said earlier, hard work. It doesn't matter if you don't have the education or you don't have the background in that space. All those things don't matter. Don't let people lie to you. Those things do not matter. What matters is your resilience, that fortitude, the tenacity, the ability to do the work, to do the research, and to create a plan. Be super serious about it and surround yourself with people that are going to add to your cup. That's what's most important. It's really around the motivation. When you get knocked down, notice how I said when, when you get knocked down, how are you going to rise? How are you going to respond? That is what we call 100% responsibility. Not that you're responsible for everything in the world. 100% responsibility is the thought that 100% of the time, we have the ability to respond in the right way. I'll say it again. 100% responsibility is the fact that 100% of the time you have the ability to respond in the right way, in the right manner. So it's all on you. Because think about it, there's not most much that we can really depend on in this world or really control. We know we can control how we respond to what happens to us in life and how we prepare for what's next. That's what we can control. So that's about 100% responsibility. And if you keep that in mind, that is the one competency that's going to really work for you. All the rest, it really doesn't matter. Again, the age, the background, none of it matters. I can't tell you how many times I'm coaching someone And they will say, I want to own my own business, but I'm too old. I want to do this, but. I want to do that, but. I say, if you just eliminate that word, make it an and. Make it an and instead of a but. And add yet to the end of that sentence. Because it does not matter your age. It's just a number, I promise you. Don't let that get in the way. Don't let that be what stops you from owning your own. Don't let that stop you from being motivated. I don't think I have something unique. There are too many people who own businesses already. Well, guess what, folks? There are going to be more. So why not you? Why not? Why not you? Because all that you can do is be your very best at what you want to achieve in this life. And we only have one. This isn't a dress rehearsal. That is the one thing I would love for you to take away. And there's so many other things that you can rely on. Resources. One thing that I used to love to listen to is there's a podcast called The Prosperous Coach, and that's what helped me when I was creating my business. And there were a lot of really good tidbits about being unique and all the things that you need to consider when having your business. And there's so many podcasts within the business channel here at Voice America. Check them out. Really do your research because there's something here for everyone. And speaking of something for everyone, think about this. You are empowered to be your very best. Give yourself permission to do so. And that's concluding our day today, our time together, focusing on I want a business. I want to own my own. Now what? That's all that we have for you today. You know, when I think about all the things that we talked about today, owning your own business, having that squad, all those things, it all boils down to one thing, and that's you. Don't let comparison be what stops you. Because as we know, as Ben Franklin said, comparison is the root of all evil. It robs us of our joy. It definitely does. And so on our next show next week, I have the pleasure of including, as a guest on my show, Joshua Steinfeld. And Joshua is, oh my gosh, you guys are in for a treat. He is simply, simply motivational. He is at the center of mindfulness. He's at the center of all things when it comes to owning your own business. What a perfect, perfect example of someone who's been quite successful at owning their own. And so until next time, as I said last week, since it is November, no is a full sentence. So make every month November.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week.